All right. If you are the toughest, smartest person in any particular room, you are in the wrong room. I said, get rid of the echo. <laughs> so I used to do 15 jobs. Now I do like 10 because gorgeous, genius now. And the intelligence fool by the pretty face, gorgeous, genius. Melissa is doing five jobs, probably even more. Thank you so much for helping me, Melissa. But we helped you. You were 11 and 0 college last week. Yes, yes. Thank you for having me here. College was great last last week. Um, 11 and 0 <laughs> for me. <laughs> You'd be better than that, man. And that 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 is a very, very, very good sign. <laughs> yes, it is. It's not bad. Start them off. <laughs> right? Right. No, it's just start them off, man. You know, it was a great legendary weekend last week in Vegas. Making mm -hmm. fun of Marky Mark. We had a good time. We made good money. Uh, so now we return and all the friends we made in Vegas and all our old friends are all back. Mm -hmm. See the uh, download skyrocket past what they normally are. So thank you for that as well, Melissa. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're going to get into college. And right away, what we're going to do is we're going to go with it. It's great to be. Florida Gator, big rivalries. Uh, a lot of friends on the Florida side, and man, they take this game seriously. Uh, Billy Napier talking about hiding plays for this game. Uh, Milt, right, the quarterback for Tennessee, he hasn't proven. Uh, once I figure out this share thing, it's like, I don't know. Zoom's trying to buy me from charity. Who's <laughs> the Andy Reid, Bill Belichick mafia that's trying to stop me? But uh, he's a thrower, right? And we showed it last year. A lot of people uh, reacted to it and, and they kind of seen it. Uh, the whole plus one thing. Milton at Tennessee is a thrower. He's not a passer. Uh, Tom Brady was a passer. So there's a difference between passing the ball to somebody, right, and throwing the ball. And Milton's a thrower. So in a game like this, rivalry game, I'm getting more than a touchdown plus eight. Give me, Melissa. It's great to be a Florida Gator. <laughs> We're not Florida Gator fans, but when they make us money, we are. <laughs> the Florida <laughs> Gator. <laughs> All right. What's the next game we're going to look at? Uh, Mississippi State. Mississippi State. They're going to be at home against LSU. And LSU salesmen think short-term, businessmen and women think long-term. Coach Kelly's a long-term thinker. So he wants his team to get better as the year goes along. They will beat Mississippi State. But Mississippi State right now is the opposite of LSU. They're going to be good now, bad later. Right? So right now these kids have false hope. Right? It's like going on on that first date, uh, blind date <laughs> set up by your mom. <laughs> oh, the worst. <laughs> you're back, yeah, you're back in your mind. You're like, oh, this is probably a disaster. But then you have some false hope. You put on makeup, you dress nice, da da da. Mm -hmm. But then later on, when you see him later, it's like, oh, he's going to be there. Okay, let me put on rollers on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
uh, you know, big sweatshirt, you know, glasses. Make sure he doesn't even recognize me. <laughs> Sweatpants. <laughs> exactly. So that's Mississippi State. But plus 10 right now, they're going to be good. Mm-hmm. Plus 10. Close loss for Mississippi State at home with the cowbells. And it's funny. Uh, things about sports are just completely rational. Like in hockey, you know, I don't even know how they do this. Maybe you can figure this out for most. But how do people get an octopus into a hockey game? And then when somebody does a hat through it, they throw the octopus into the break. Who 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 brings the octopus? What do you have it inside your shirt or that? How the hell do you get an octopus into a hockey game? And then you have it. How about if the game doesn't have a hat trick? Right? You're taking the octopus back home or whatever. But whenever you see a hockey, you know, especially in Canada, you see a hockey game and the guy gets a hazard, the throwing, and it's illegal to bring an octopus into any arena. It's completely illegal. So yeah. it's like New Orleans, you're 18, you can, you're allowed to drink. Mm-hmm. Nowhere else in the country can you be 18 and be able to drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mississippi State, Starkville, Mississippi, it is against SEC rules, NCAA rules. I think it's even against stadium rules bringing a cowbell. But when you watch that game tomorrow, everybody's going to have a cowbell. <laughs> it's one of those things. Oh, they can't arrest everybody, right? So they're bringing in their cowbells, and it's going to be ridiculously loud in there with the stupid cowbells. And uh, they're still going to lose, but it'll be a close loss plus ten. And Melissa's going to cash her tickets because again, every single uh, podcast is a business meeting with a purpose in an outcome. So the purpose is to make Melissa money. And what was the outcome of that last week, Melissa? It was great. (laughs) We made me money. (laughs) Right. What's the next game we're going to look at? Colorado State. Colorado State. Now, doing my research, when coaches talk smack, it's because they know something. So... I was going to do it, but I couldn't find my sunglasses real quick. Uh, Coach Prime, prime time, prime time. From the street football game, 1988, Fort Myers came up to St. Pete. I was with the St. Pete people, and Prime was back there, and he thought I was crazy because he's the only one trying to tackle him. Um, now, fast forward, that was 88, this is 2003. It's a long time ago. It's like 34 years ago. <laughs> uh Coach Prime making $5 million a year. He wears the sunglasses and the hat. I was going to wear the sunglasses and the hat. Mm. Colorado State coach says, listen, when I'm in public, I'm an adult. So I take my glasses and sun hat, I mean, hat off. <laughs> <laughs> so he's coming out, Prime. Usually when they do that, because they got something. I'm getting 24 and a half points plus a key number. Give me the half point, And I'm betting literally $500. The coach knows something about something. The guy's been yes. coaching 30 years, a good coach, and he's making fun of the other coach. He must know something. <laughs> 100%. All right. You agree with that, Melissa? I do. I do agree with that. <laughs> the next week when I come on with a hat and glasses, you know what I'm, ta- what I'm doing, what I'm mimicking. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. What's the next game we're going to look at? Boston College. Boston College, man. Cherry Hill. I spent two wonderful years in Boston. I had 
such a great time. It was a big little town. And I remember going up to Cherry Hill, watching Boston College play with these uh, very beautiful girls from Northeast University who would, you know, bring me to the parties. Not just because I could carry kegs in easily. <laughs> uh, that's probably what it was. Well, anyway. <laughs> probably. <that's... laughs> but Northeast didn't have a football team, so we went down to Cherry Hills, watched Boston College play. So nostalgic, uh, but they're getting 25 points. And it's against Florida State. Florida State has bigger fish to fry. They just want to go up there, win the game, and get out. They're not trying to necessarily blow anybody out. And Boston College has a great coach, coached in the NFL. Uh, they're 2-0. and So the, the same thing with Mississippi State. Nothing bad has happened yet. It's like Melissa and I were talking about a young couple. And they're so happy and they're on a high because nothing bad has happened yet. <laughs> Catch them 10 years later, might be a different story. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they're on this high because nothing happened. There's a 2 and 0. They're going to play a lot better. Like if you would, took this young couple out to dinner, they will be a lot nicer at dinner than 10 years from now. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're on this high, they're in love and they're young. And all this. So they're 2 and 0. It's going to be a lot closer than what it would be later on in the season. So give me Boston College plus 25. It's Sherry Hill. Love Sherry Hill. (laughs) And you know how it is when you're in college, right? The game's over, boom, you're at a party, bang. It's a great time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Boston, man. Boston has 243 colleges. And you just get on the T. Yeah, you get on the T, man. It's always fun. (laughs) When you're in your you no, know, like your age, Melissa, right? In the lower <laughs> mid-20s. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> when you can handle it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. What's the next game we're going to look at? Uh, Missouri. <laughs> All right. Uh, again, good college down spring. I think it's spring show, Missouri. I'll have to check that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're playing Kansas State. Kansas State, this goes down to the preseason podcast so yeah you went 11 and 0 you know thinking that it's because we prepared as a process to go 11 and 0 and it started with adam glick going over big 12 and then when we did the sec and going over the big 12 kansas state is in this the first of a two-year cycle last year was their second of two-year cycle. So remember, college coaches recruit in two-year cycles. With the first year, you kind of build, and the second year, you kind of go for it. Last year was the year Kansas State went for it. If you live in the past, you die in the past. So now, Kansas State playing Missouri, and I believe Missouri's in the second year of their two-year cycle. There's one year, and I'm getting points. Hey, sometimes it happens on purpose. Vegas has to make money. But Melissa and I have to make money too. The highest and best. Right. <laughs> we can't just sit there and watch football. We got bills to pay. We got things we got to do. So we have That's to make right. money, good money while we're watching <laughs> football. So give us Missouri plus the four points. What's the next game we're looking at? Illinois. Now, this is going to be big. And I, I thought I had it in here. But I'm going to put it in here and the, the best for last year. Mm-hmm. And we want to maybe uh, bet a little bit more. 
But I'll put it that I'll make it a teaser. I thought I had it in there, but I think I, I was just obsessed with betting it. Uh, Illinois. So, Melissa. Pop quiz, for sure you'll know it this week, next week, but for this week, what are the three football mafia families? Probably in the NFL, but their ugly head comes up in college football. So. Uh, you've said Bill Belichick a lot. No, and, yes, awesome. That is so awesome. <laughs> Satan, something Satan. Right, the the Belichick him a lot. State family, they got it. The Bill yeah. Belichick State family. Um, right. There's just the other. I, that's all I remember so uh, far. <laughs> you get it next week. The second yes. one is badass Andy Reid. Yes, Andy Reid. Andy Reid football mafia family, and then the Harbaugh brothers. Yeah, oh, gosh, family. yes. <laughs> and again, the reason we call them mafia families because he only hired their own people. Uh, they yeah. literally put out corporate hits on other people. You know. A real mafia hit, you get killed. Corporate hit, you get fired, or your reputation is ruined for life. <laughs> Which is yeah. probably worse. Probably just kill me, right? Uh, <laughs> so, Bill, fat ass, Billima, the head coach of Illinois, is part of the Bill Belichick, Nick Satan family. They run yes, the same defense. <laughs> they only hired each other. They hire people they don't even like, but they have to because the boss told them to. It's like, what, the boss is football? What, what are you talking about, the box? <laughs> Whatever. So, Billima is plus 14 and a half points against James Franklin. Very smart guy. Uh, I got to figure out what mafia is. <laughs> and he builds as the season goes along. So, he has bigger fish to fry than Illinois. It's in Champaign, Illinois. Uh, it's going to be a close game, and we're getting a half point plus the key number 14. Go all night plus the 14 and a half. Set up for him. Hard hitting game. So, uh, boom, part of the Bill Belichick, Nick Satan, Mafia football family. All right. What's the next game we're going to look at? Um, Oregon State. The Oregon State Beavers. Now, Chad did his own podcast last year. Now he's in love. We're waiting for the love to fade. No, the love will never fade. That's why it rings around. It's never ending love. <laughs> so I'm going to yep. keep my mouth shut about that. But number one rule of betting, and I'm going to make sure I've added it on to it. Uh, the top 10 rules of betting. I'm going to add on more for my notes in Vegas uh, that I learned a lot. And a lot of it is like when I owned my restaurant, it ended up being, you know, we made good money at the restaurant. But I love the sociology of it. I used to, used to sit in the back when I had things under control and just watch people, you know, what they order, how they look, you know, the conversations between each other. Uh, and the number one rule of betting is do not bet your own team. Do not bet uh, teams you have an emotional attachment to. Right. Like right now, uh, USF is plus thirty four against Alabama. I'm like, what? We're gonna cover this, you know? They can't. You know? <laughs> it's USF. I'm gonna enjoy the game. So, part of the mental health part of it yeah. also is enjoy the game. 
if you have to have action on every game, including the teams you have an emotional attachment to, then you should call 1-800-GAMBLER-ANONYMOUS and get a therapist. Yes. <laughs> get a gambling problem. <laughs> yes. All right. So Oregon State, Chad's brother used to play on Oregon State. So we have an emotional attachment to Oregon State, yeah. Yeah. But now he's not there anymore. Uh, we know certain things about mm -hmm. them. It gives us an edge. Mm -hmm. So based on what the kid told us, not him, his brother Chad, because mm -hmm. Chance legally can't tell us anything, so he hasn't told us anything. But mm -hmm. according to his brother watching the games, uh, that game's going to be under 49. Mm -hmm. And then... San Diego State's going to cover. Uh, I forgot how much it is, but I think it's like plus 24. Let me look that up real quick. But uh, San Diego State will cover the spread, really, because they didn't cover last week. And coaches like to make adjustments. And then uh, even though it's not their first game, it was the first game with that type of competition. And usually the, the most, and that's something to look for in the NFL, as we watch NFL games this weekend, the biggest improvement teams make is between the first and second game. Mm -hmm. So that's why I like the Pats plus three, because you got a Hall of Fame coach yep. making adjustments. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you, you figure Belichick knows what he's doing right now. Mm -hmm. So we're getting 25 points. <laughs> you got to love college with all these crazy points. We're getting 25 points. Right. San Diego is beautiful. They have great facilities. Their coach is decent. Not a complete idiot. Um, so we're going to cover 25 points now. Okay. And what's the last game we're going to look at? Michigan State. Michigan State. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is where Mel comes in and gives us a breakdown. Before we finally, all right? So the Michigan State coach making $9 million a year gets fired. Because, and it's one of these things, they don't have evidence. But what they have evidence of is a two-hour phone call at one in the morning to, and, and you know, one of the underlying tenets of the podcast, every podcast we do, even more when we do off-season podcasts, is that the truth it's so much more bizarre. They told us in mm -hmm. journalism school back in the day, the truth is so much more bizarre, far more crazy, far more outlandish than anything you can make up. Mm -hmm. So in Michigan State, they had a gymnastics gynecologist who's in jail for 150 years. I remember that. Right. And then the basketball team and the football team uh, had multiple rapists who didn't even go to jail, didn't even get kicked off the team. So they bring in, I'm just going to tell you the story, Mel, and then you give me your analysis. Yes. They, they bring in to talk to the basketball team and the football team. Mm -hmm. A rape victim who's now an advocate who goes to colleges and Talks to the players. Mm -hmm. So Coach Mel Tucker has a two-hour conversation with her from one in the morning till three in the morning. 
And I'm just going to ask questions because I just have a lot of questions. Uh, so he gets fired, not fired. He gets suspended, probably will get fired for having an emotional affair. I personally think that for them to go that far, there had to be some physical affair, but they couldn't prove it. What they can prove is a two-hour phone call, right? Mm-hmm. And I've been married for 20 years, but before that, if you're drunk, you call drunk, da 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 usually the girl would hang up. They, she wouldn't talk to you for two hours. Right. Or you called and you went over, something, you know, something happened. Yeah. You didn't just sit there on the phone for two hours. They So that's why, I don't know about the girl having culpability in this as well i don't know to be honest i'm out of it i I really don't know how to make sense of that how do you make sense of that mel and what is an emotional affair i feel (laughs) you know let me see what this girl looks like okay and that's not Tucker, you know. You know, I can see an emotional affair happen, but everybody's relationship is like a thumbprint. Everybody has their own rules for their relationship. So for me to judge somebody else's relationship is crazy, right? Yeah, uh, I feel that's like. If she was talking to him willingly for two hours from 1 a.m. to whatever, 4 a.m., she was willingly talking to him. Right. And I feel like based on how she looks, she might be crying victim in that instance. I mean, I don't know the story, so I don't know. Right. Just based on what we, you know, what we know. And a lot we know. And that for you, my friends, is my mother-in-law on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Sound back on the TV. Okay, just hit the um, mute button. <laughs> you see that button there? On the side here? Yeah, right there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, family time. I'm family people. <laughs> <That was cute>. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, if she was willing to, I don't know if she like wanted, intentionally wanted a relationship with him or what, and maybe things right. got iffy and then she got scared, backed out, and then I don't know. I don't know. Right, right, right. And she seems like a nice person, but I don't know. We don't know. And I don't know if it rises to the level of firing the guy. It's a little. I, you know, a if I feel like they're using this as a cover story for something else going on. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel like it's a cover story because it's not. It doesn't seem. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, we can't. Ooh, that's bad. We got to get rid of this guy, but we can't announce that what he did. We're just going to yeah. come up with an emotional affair, or they went to the secretary, whoever. They're like, oh, what? What's a good cover story? Oh. It doesn't make him look too bad. An emotional affair. Let's do the emotional affair cover story trick. Yeah. But I'm reading the article and it says that she's accusing him. So. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Right. That's a little questionable on her end. Right. 
And the other part of it is that he was, and I don't know why guys do that, you know, it's like, uh, just because you get away with something doesn't mean you're always going to, it's the old, uh, you can fool some of the people some of the time, but you can't fool everybody all the time. Right. And it gets into deviancy and deviant behavior. Like we get into the Bella cheat. Right. Right. The Bella cheat doesn't have to cheat. Nope. He, he cheats because he likes cheating. He likes getting away with stuff. <laughs> He's accused of behaving, behaving in a deviant manner during the phone call. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my God. It's like, Jesus Christ, coach. Yeah. Well, your job. <laughs> yeah. I and mean, it's not maybe. The first time he's acted that way on a phone call. He probably does it all the time. This is the one time that he's talking to a, a rape expert survivor that she had a special microphone that she could prove this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the maybe, and, you know? maybe he took it too far and that's not what she wanted. Right. I mean, and then and then she was traumatized and then here she is. So you never know. You never no, know no, the story behind it. Rules too, right? Because some women yeah. would know that hey, hey, you can't do that or whatever. Yeah. That's why it's you gotta set your boundaries. Exactly. And yeah. come on, man, be careful when you have a nine million dollar shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. And that too. That too. I mean. So that's... what football family does he belong to, Melissa? The irony of it all. <laughs> and I give you a clue. Bella Cheat? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he belongs to Village Satan Mafia family. <laughs> if, if somebody sent me a link, they're like, you can't make this shit up. You cannot, right? <laughs> uh Bill Satan brought in Pete Rose of all people to talk to us. Oh team. my gosh. <laughs> Pete Rose, but Pete Rose to remind people of he's a cocaine dealer who bet on baseball while being a Hall of Fame baseball player. That's who Satan in 2023 brings to talk to the team. Oh, him a successful who lost all his money in legal battles and ex-wives and cocaine dealing that he should have been in jail for for life but betting on baseball this is who you bring to talk to your team and Mel Tucker was part of his staff as part of that mafia and the guy taking over for him is Mark D'Antonio of course from the Bill Belichick Nick Satan mafia and he's going to keep this game close yep hey is it a leap, Melissa, to say that the rest are going to be paid off in this game? Uh, Washington mm. plus 17 and a half. You're giving me 17 and a half. The, the, the Belichick Mafia family, I'm betting double on this. I'm betting $1,000. Each game, 500 bucks. I'm betting $1,000. And you say, Josh, you're, you're gossiping. You're TMCing me. I'm here for picks. No. I'm giving you the insight of why I'm picking this game. It is not the gossip part of it. It's the how things work mm-hmm. and getting close to the truth because Elon Musk can get to the truth because he has a hundred billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Melissa and I don't. So we can get close to the truth and then predict outcomes and monetize. That's right. So plus 17 and a half points, Michigan State. D'Antonio, you're going to see him on what, be like, what's Antonio doing there? Wasn't he fired? <laughs> well, Antonio's going to be there and he's bringing cash for the rest beforehand i was at an ncaa tournament one time well listen we'll close with this mm-hmm. and 
John Calipari was there. Love John Calipari. Great guy. Uh, the refs came in in a red duffel bag. They go back in the bag. I'm like, okay, first bell. <laughs> Why? They're coming from the hotel, right? <laughs> He's already his ref stuff on. Oh, no. Why is he bringing a duffel bag? I mean, it was huge. So it was a white duffel bag. He comes out in a red duffel bag. Thank <laughs> <laughs> That's not sus at all. <laughs> the Antonio's going to have those duffel bags ready, man, for Washington. Plus mm-hmm. they're 18 and a half. Michigan State. Love it, huh? It sounds fantastic. <laughs> so you're looking forward to another winning Saturday, Melissa? Making of Melissa money. <laughs> Always making Melissa money. <laughs> Always. All right. Uh, final words, Melissa, before we give him Winston Churchill. Oh, I'm excited for tomorrow. Tomorrow's Saturday, right? Yeah, yeah. It's Friday. I haven't broken them down. Um, I'm fine. Thursday night, Friday night game. We haven't broken those games down. But uh, I'll give some second half lines on Twitter because we are being Mm -hmm. watched on Twitter. I'll give you some Mm -hmm. second half lines when we watch those games. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Awesome. So, when you give one, you get 10 back. That's why Melissa and I do it. You can be an asshole like the Belichicks and the uh, Saints of the world and Pete Rose and whatever and live happy, great lives. But that's not the way uh, Melissa and I are constructed. We we do the other. We do the Tony Dungy give and get 10 back. And you can be just as successful. But Melissa and I laugh more. And we have to watch <laughs> our backs either. <laughs> the people that are going to get it, something, somebody we did something nice for. <laughs> Sometimes you got to watch out for them too, but they're slacks, right? Yeah. So Winston Churchill said, you make a living from your labor, what you do for work, but you make your life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESPC Podcast Network.